trusting in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will Hello, so glad you made it today and welcome to stayintohisword.com and I am your host with the most. <laughs> Just joking. Anyway, I'm here today to share with you the word of God and so glad that you're here. All those that have been listening continually, continue to listen. Go ahead and check out our, our website page, which is soon coming. That's, that's coming up here shortly. Uh been kind of busy trying to stay cool so if you hear a, a sound in my background that would be the fan trying to keep me cool you know the, the air conditioner the swamp cooler the fan by any means necessary we're having triple digit weather in my part of town in my region that I live in and having to tolerate that and but God is good nevertheless so let's pray I believe you have your word for the Bible with you. Remember, always bring the Bible. Got to have it because uh, you want to make sure I'm reading out of the word of God. And this is just not something I'm just saying just to uh, be telling you something. Uh, my own thoughts. No, this is the word of God. That's why we stay into the word, because if we stay into the word, then he'll stay into us. Amen. So here we go. Let's pray. Dear Lord and Savior, we're so glad today for the listeners. We're thankful for them. We're thankful, Lord, that you are ministering to our needs and to our hearts and to our minds. Thank God for this pandemic that has been lifted. But nevertheless, let us be wise in our care and our self-care. Hallelujah. Looking out for ourselves and looking out for others as well. Being conscientious of our actions, Lord. For this world, as the Bible tells us, is getting worse and worse. Hallelujah. So help us, Lord, to endure until the end. Because you told us that he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. And help us to keep our faith in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, let's get right back into action changes things seriously. I believe we left off at the book of uh, uh, book of Acts, of course, right around that chapter two. So if you got your Bible, you probably hear me turning minds over to chapter two in the book of Acts, chapter two, coming right up here. All right, so we have the book of Acts, chapter two, and we're going to concentrate a little bit here on uh, verse thirty-eight. It says, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise. Get that. It is a promise to everyone. Now, remember, we're just highlighting certain things in the book of Acts. I'm not going to go chapter verse all the way through. We're highlighting what I feel. Uh, prayed about and, and really feel that these are the highlights in the book of Acts. And I'm sure there's more, but these are important highlights uh, that would bring you closer to God and get you in the, in the mood and thought of salvation. Hallelujah. For the promise is unto you, to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. 
Now, I know I had a, a message out there. I put on the call and God has called a lot of people, but a lot of people just don't want to answer the call. And how does he call a person? There's various ways. He can call a person by using uh, a bird, hallelujah, by using another person, by using someone you don't even know, hallelujah, using an event in your life. I had a close relative. An event took place in his life that brought him closer to God. He almost, he dared God and he said, God is going to have to do this for me to go to church. Well, he did it. And just that very same day, as a matter of fact, and he wound up in the church house, getting baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus and infilling with the Holy Ghost came not many days after that. So we praise God for that. God has a way of getting your attention and he does listen. Amen. He's listening to our words that we speak and he's understanding and 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 reading our heart if you would. He he's he knows our heart. The Bible tells us that he knows our heart. So repentance is important. Sorry being sorrowful for what you've done, repenting, sorry ain't going to do it again and turn away from your sinful ways. Once we have done that as we read in the book of Acts chapter 2 and 38 that you get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a prerequisite to baptism, a water baptism, which means to fully emerge in water, to be totally covered in water. Baptizo, immerse, to immerse in water. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, the promise is unto you. Hallelujah. And to your children and to all that are afar off. God knows what he's doing and he's going to fulfill his promise in you. And here, and let's go back over just a little bit. I think we talked about this before, but we'll bring it up again. Over here in uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says this. Chapter 1, verse 4 says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise. You see, the promise. And then we see here in Acts chapter 2 that the promise, for the promise is unto you, verse 38, and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hallelujah. Now, this is the beginning. We're, we're talking about the beginning, the setting, the stage, the foundation for the church. The, hallelujah. This is the foundation for the church as we know it today. It's, uh, it, it's setting in course the way the church should be conducted, what we should be expecting when we go to church. Uh, Hallelujah. Right here in the book of Acts. Then we go down a little bit further uh, where we see the saints, the people. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 30, uh, 42, it says, And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. 43, And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. So you see, the apostles had the power. They had faith in God. And they were able to do something. Hallelujah. But 
once you receive, 41 tells us that they gladly received his word and were baptized. Well, whose word? Peter. Peter was preaching the word and they gladly received it and they were baptized and they continued in the apostles doctrine and in fellowship in breaking bread. In other words, they were eating. This is why we spend a lot of time in church eating and fellowshipping because it's biblical and uh, and in prayers. So this is something men ought to always pray and not cease. But we have to remember uh, when people see you as uh, uh, the believer, hallelujah, when they see the, the preacher, the man of God, somebody of man, woman, even a child sharing the word of God and that faith that's in that person. And it comes to pass things that they've said, hallelujah, things that's taken place because God has honored their faith in him. Hallelujah. But but and, and Peter, hallelujah, Peter had to let the people know that it was not him that did it, but it was God that did it. Let's go to chapter three, verses 12 through 16. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk. Now, we're talking about the lame man. Hallelujah. It wasn't by Peter's own power, but it was by the power of God. Verse 13, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, had glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. Hallelujah. So Peter had the power. Hallelujah. He was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. He got filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he had a destiny. He had a mission to go forth and to heal and to preach. Remember in uh, Matthew. Let's go over to Matthew. Hallelujah. I think we've read this before. But just in case we didn't, Matthew 28, 19, here's what the command was from Jesus. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching, teaching them to observe all things Whithersoever I have uh, commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So there is a call in our lives. Hallelujah. And the saints, Peter, and all of them, they had a call in their life. Hallelujah. God did it. Praise God. Let me get back over here to chapter 3. And continuing to read in chapter 3, verse 14. But ye denied the Holy One and just and desired a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life whom God hath raised from the dead. Wherefore, we are witnesses. And his name, through faith, in his name 
have made this man strong, whom ye see and whom ye know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Hallelujah. So, when the man of God comes and talks to you about, about the ways of God, people have a tendency to deny it. But Peter here is trying to let them know that God did it. It wasn't us. God did it. We're going to go on. Hallelujah. 5,000 believe and must have been baptized sooner or later. 5,000 people. This was a mighty revival they were having. Hallelujah. Where 5,000 souls were saved. People hearing the word preached. Hallelujah. And they believed. Uh, Four and one. It says, as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came unto them, being grieved that they thought the people, that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put hold in them the next day. And it was... for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. You see, there was a mighty move of God taking place. There was a lot of believers. Peter was put in the bounds. He was handcuffed. He was chained. Hallelujah. He was arrested. Praise God. Him and John, they got arrested at this particular time. And they were put in the bounds. But it was worth it because 5,000 people, they believed in it so much. They, Peter and John and the rest of the apostles, believed in this gospel message so much that they were willing to get arrested. And they did get arrested. But because of their belief and the people see how serious they were, 5,000 believed. Now today, I don't know how many people are willing to get arrested But I know I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know that a lot of people out there listening to the sound of my voice believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because I'm giving you book. I'm giving you chapter. And I'm giving you verse. Hallelujah. And and let's go on down to verse, uh, uh, verse 12. And it says here, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. Praise God. You see, Let me share with you everything that we do. And you've heard this before, whether it be from me or someone else that's in a church. You've heard them say when they pray over the food, when they pray at church in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But the thing is, they may not baptize in the name of Jesus, just like the scripture says in Acts 2.38. Baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus. But why? For the forgiveness, for the remission, to buy back, get rid of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2 and 38. 
And there's only salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. There's no salvation in the Father, in the Son, of the Holy Ghost, if you say the titles, because the title is not a name. It's as if I call you Bob, or if I call you Susan, that is a name. And that gets your attention, and that identifies you as an individual. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, it says here, now when they saw the boldness in Peter and John, they thought they were unlearned and ignorant men. Sometimes God will just pick any people, any person. Hallelujah. He'll pick some people that don't seem like they know much. Hallelujah. He'll just pick the most common person amongst the crowd and use that person and bring them up. And we'll talk about that later. He may even go ahead and use somebody that has uh, been an enemy of the church. Hallelujah. An enemy. I remember when I was younger, and I don't know if I've shared this before, but I remember when I was younger and growing up, I, I used to see a person at the bus stop, a, a young girl, because I was in high school then, and people were always mocking and making fun of her. But she was going to church. She was loving God, and she was standing up for what she believed in. Amen. Hallelujah. And I remember these things. But And she stood fast. As far as I know, she's probably still living for God. At that time, I wasn't. But praise God, he found mercy in my life. And, uh, and, and you know what he did? He brought me in. Amen. He brought me into the family. Praise God. So now we're moving on to Stephen and uh, the book of Acts, chapter 7. The stoning of Stephen. It was just mentioned. Stephen, all he did was... They stoned Stephen because he was telling the truth. How many times, I know there's been a lot of times when I've gone out and I've testified to people. I've told them my testimony. I've told them about the good and great and wonderful things I've seen God do in other people's lives and how God can move and do things in their lives. Hallelujah. But the people in this story of Stephen, he got stoned simply for telling them about telling them the non-believers, the rulers of the day, about Jesus and what he had done. He just repeated the Old Testament story of the deliverance of the children of Israel. But the rulers, the religious rulers, the Sadducees and the Sadducees during that time, during the time of uh, uh, Stephen that was there, they didn't want to believe it. And they began to stone him until he was dead. Hallelujah. But Stephen held steadfast to the truth. And he didn't bow down and back down. Hallelujah. Let's read about that. Let's go to uh, Acts chapter 7. And we're going to start reading at verse 52. And we'll probably go all the way down to the end of the chapter. 7 and 52. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? They have slain them which show before the coming of the just one, of whom you have been now the betrayers and murderers who have received the law by the dispensation of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. So Peter told them who they were. He told them what it took place. Hallelujah. And they couldn't handle it. They couldn't stand it. They were in a rage. So they gnashed. They, they bit him. That was, that, that, that's pretty bad. To get so mad, not necessarily fighting, just to start biting on him. It was just too much for them to bear. 
Hallelujah. I hope today that as you've been listening to stayintohisword.com, that it's not too much for you to bear. Hallelujah. To where you turn me off or for you hear me out. Hallelujah. It's just the word of God. It's the life saving message. But he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfast to heaven and seeing the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, behold, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing on the right hand of God. And they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him in one accord. They couldn't believe it. He's saying that I see God in heaven. Hallelujah. The heavens are open. You guys are biting on me. You're, you're treating me bad. You're persecuting me. Hallelujah. Just because I was telling you the truth and you're treating me bad, behold, I see the heavens open. So all of them just rushed him in one accord is what it says here. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And their witness lay, and the witnesses laid down their clothes at the young men's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Even when he was getting beat down, when he was being stoned. Now, let me tell you, when you get stoned in the Bible, it's not some little pebble. It's something that's going to take two hands to stone you, hallelujah, or a nice big size rock, maybe about the size of a softball. And you got a bunch of people throwing them upside your head. They're trying to kill you. And that's what took place here. But Stephen, being stoned to death, he's still with his breath, with his dying breath, in pain and sorrow and agony. He still had a forgiving heart. And he asked God, as he kneeled down in a humble position while they were stoning him, all because he just shared the word of God. He shared the testimony in Acts chapter 6 of what Moses and God had done for the children of Israel. You can read about that in Acts chapter chapter 6. The whole story is told. Then you can always go to Genesis and Exodus and you can read the whole story there. Hallelujah. The Exodus. Praise God. And Stephen said, hold not this sin to their charge. So I say today, thank you for listening. And I say today, Lord, there are people that heard the voice. They've heard the reading. They've heard your word. They may even have opened their Bible and turned to it and read it. Or even at a later time. We'll turn to the real word, your Bible, the word of life, the roadmap to heaven, and read it. Praise God. Behold us not to their charge, Lord, if they in the spiritual realm start stoning the words and start throwing it away and start gnashing, hallelujah, on the arms in the spiritual realm, hallelujah, Jesus, and on the body, Hallelujah. But I just kneel down humbly right now before you, God, and ask you to forgive them and ask them, Lord, to have mercy upon their souls and bring them into your kingdom, God, so that they would be children of God, of obedience and not children of disobedience. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and thank God we love you.
Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for coming again to stay.intohisword.com. We got some more of the book of Acts coming up. This one was our action changes things seriously. As we can see, the apostles, uh, Stephen and Peter, they took action and it changed things. Well, it, it changed Peter for the worst. Uh, sorry, Stephen for the worst, but he's in a better place. Amen. Hallelujah. In the immediate, it changed his situation from good to bad to better. Amen. And Peter was able to say, such as I have, hallelujah. He was able to heal the lame man, and it changed his situation from bad to better. Praise God. There is healing, deliverance, and salvation in the name of Jesus. And remember, whenever you come, to stayintohisword.com, bring your Bible, hallelujah, refer back to the message with the Bible so you can see the words yourself, and always listen, learn, and apply. God be with you until we meet again.